Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be here with you today on a Tuesday and on Halloween. Today on the show, I get to talk with my friends, Nate Henry and Luke Rogers, who are the podcast hosts of Blurry Creatures. Okay, I got to tell y'all, this is truly one of my favorite podcasts. I think it is so fascinating. Nate and Luke launched it in 2020. It's a top 10 science podcast, and it is so good, y'all. It is so good. Now, listen, they do episodes about a lot of different blurry creatures and unknown things, and some of them are wildly interesting. Some of them are a little scary. And so picking and choosing as you listen through their feed is a great way to get to know the Blurry Creatures guys and their show. Now, listen, I know this may not be your thing historically, but it is 100% what sounds fun to me today. And I think you're going to find this episode and these guys so interesting. And my hope is that your curiosity about things like Bigfoot is going to go up a little bit on this Halloween. It's very, very fun. So here's my conversation with Nate Henry and Luke Rogers from Blurry Creatures. Nate and Luke, welcome to That Sounds Fun. It's great to be Thanks here. Thanks for having us. I big, mean, big fan, Annie. Oh, big fan. thanks, thanks. Yeah. Y'all are from Blurry Creatures, which, yeah. Nate, I've gotten to express to Luke an uncomfortable amount of times because he's a real-life <laughs> friend. What a fan I am. Really? But let me say to you, dude, <laughs> I, this is so dumb, and I may cry telling you. I don't think I've said this to you. Last summer, when my sister had a baby that had a genetic disorder, and he only lived two months. Mm. I know the story. Yes, yeah. they live in Atlanta. Yeah. I was driving back and forth to Atlanta constantly. The only escape I had was Blurry Creatures. Mm. I listened up and down the highway for weeks. Wow. And it just gave me, like, God. Mm. In a very bizarre way, it, it gave me God. And it's, and y'all talk about the weirdest stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's also hilarious. <laughs> and there's a ton of episodes, so you don't run out. And it is just, <laughs> I, I mean, I remember dri- I had to, we had to go to a, we got to go to a family wedding in the middle of it. And it was another long drive. And the whole time I just went like, what would I do if I didn't have this? Mm. So I don't know that story. Thank y'all. That's I know. Cool. I'm surprised. I'm oh, surprised. I mean, listen, you let me drive your <laughs> rental car. <laughs> Yeah, you hang out with my wife. I mean, I I had no idea. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's flattering. It means a lot to me. So, what y'all have done is more than just a, well, it's become a lot more for y'all too, right? Yeah, we had no idea. I mean, we get emails like that here and there and messages from people that, you know, been in church their whole life and just kind of thanking us. And we didn't, I think, you know, over time, we just kind of followed the data where it was going and we just, we didn't really try to shape the show in one way or another. We had no idea that some of the conversations we'd be having would be so intense and gets wrapped up in these theological threads that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Yeah. And Luke and I are just like, whatever, let's just talk about it. We don't, yeah. we don't really have some, an agenda. Yeah, let's add some 80s flair to it. And, yeah. And, and let's, have, let's, have fun, let's have fun talking are about you, the weird stuff. Are you ever afraid? What do you mean by that? Like when you're recording, is it? do you ever feel afraid of what you're talking about or afraid of what people respond? Or do you ever feel like this is scary for me? Because sometimes your episodes are scary for yeah. me. I mean, it's funny. Sometimes I'll be editing and I'll hear something in the house and I'm like, you know, my kids are gone half the week. So yeah. I'm like, what was that? Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I think Luke and I have been in different spheres before this where you kind of just, you get used to people having their opinions and you stop caring. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes we do care. We're, we're, we try not to just like be sensationalize the, yeah. the material. We try to be real people, but... I think that if this was our first endeavor, we probably would care a lot more than we do now. Now yeah. it's just like, being 40 is great. 
Yeah. You just don't care anymore. Full stop. Being 40 is great. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is. it's so much easier. We do have a lot of heavy stuff. I mean, there's times yeah. where, like, you, like, we're holding back tears. I mean, there, there are yeah. episodes, especially, you know, I'm a pretty new dad. Like, my son's 15 months old, and yeah. Nate has two kids. But when you, yeah, if you get into our catalog, some of the things that come up, because it's a reality in our world, and, you know, there's a right. lot of folks out there really banging this drum. I think Jim Caviezel is one of the ones that's doing it very loudly it's just things things happen to kids yeah. um we we touch on a lot of things right bigfoot um all of the weird stuff in the bible what the world calls paranormal and within that you get some some crazy dark stuff so being afraid not so much but i, I think sometimes you sit and you listen to these people's and, and it's so dark and yeah. it's so de- there's so much depravity that it's a hard place to like sit you want to sit with these people but it is heartbreaking one yeah. and two it it is a reminder, at least for me, Nate, and, and I know that you're the same way. It's a reminder that we are in a in, in a world at war, mm. and we are in the midst of this cosmic war between you know, the kingdom of darkness and, and and the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. and that the darkness and people in general are capable of very dark things. And I don't, we don't want to hide from that, though. I, I I think it's very easy to stick your head in the sand and say, "I'm just not going to think about that." But I, I do think that. Nate and I are both we're Christians, right? So we come from all of this from from a biblical lens and from a a standpoint of our faith, and it disservices no one for us to pretend like maybe these things don't happen or pretend people don't have these experiences. Yeah. And so I I think that there is a for whatever reason we found this this space where exposing the darkness in the same way that talks about in Ephesians is not not to participate in the things of darkness, but rather to expose them. Yes. And I feel like sometimes that's our charge. And you know what that does? Is it, it puts a, a target on your back. Right. It absolutely does. And so, but I feel like that's almost a badge of honor. Like if, you, if you're if you not getting attention or um, pushback, you know, I know we, one of the things you want to talk about, and I'm probably skipping ahead, no, is, you know, spiritual warfare is that it's rough, I think, sometimes to sit in these chairs and Nate and I sit in, but in that sense, but also like, Man, it's confirmation. If you're not making a difference for the kingdom of God, then there's no reason for the kingdom of darkness to mess with you, push mm-hmm. back on you, right? And so mm-hmm. I think our goal is to have hard conversations, have weird conversations, have fun conversations, mm-hmm. but have them all centered around you know, around the scriptures, around the Bible, around the biblical lens, and, and ultimately around Christ. Mm-hmm. But that will that will elicit yeah. you know, resistance. Yeah. And and we've had some, I think, over the years, had some yeah. weird things happen. In yeah. general. I know. Yeah, I kind of had my marriage fall apart right in the middle of it. Oh. And that was really hard. And I think we missed only one episode. And I was like, I oh my gosh. Can't keep, just got to yeah, keep dude, going. Just kind of push yeah. back the tears and push through that. And, you know, Luke was trying to have a family and there was just a bunch of like pressure. And then, then we lost a baby. A lot of yeah. friends yeah. just kind of look, write you off as crazy. And then obviously during the whole lockdowns, there was a lot of opinions yeah. on both sides of yeah. what. But I, I, I think in some ways, you know, there were certain people that set out to like, you know, Frodo and Sam knew what they were getting themselves into. I don't really think Luke and I kind of knew what we were going to fall into. And then sort of, I remember there was a couple episodes, I think our first episode with Laura Sanger, I was like, if I release this episode, this is either going to like change the course of the podcast or it's going to totally just drop a nuke on it because people are going to be like, this is just wow. bananas. So I remember I was like, well, I have my idea what I want this podcast to be, but maybe there's a whole other road that God wants to take this because mm. I don't know about this episode. Like, I love Laura. She's like the real deal, but I just knew that it was going to change. The and it's tr- all spiritual abuse, like satanic abuse is what well, she, she talks just about, get, right? She gets into like, she wrote a book called The Federal Reserve and, you know, the 
what's the name? Roots of the Federal Reserve. Roots of the Federal Reserve. And the the Nephilim. It's basically how the the whole history of how basically this this event in Genesis kind of stems from how the world structured our monetary systems, and it was just. It was really different than yeah. talking about Bigfoot. Right, yeah. <laughs> right, and right. I was like, wow, Luke. Or like werewolves. Good. Even your werewolf ones <laughs> yeah. back then were like yeah. the big ones. Dude, yeah, the big we go, we go from Bigfoot, like roll around in gravel to make armor. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. this is really weird. And then you go, just wait. We're, 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 we're about right. to go down How were y'all already friends? Were y'all already friends, I assume? Uh, we we kind of had a, a ton of mutual friends. And then we met at a party. We were doing a... <laughs> We were doing a co like a, a co show with the Bad Christian podcast before yeah. they went back when they were still a thing. Yeah, and we were all just a bunch of just goofballs just screwing around one night on their podcast. And then I yeah. met Luke, and I'm like, "Hey, we have a bunch of movies. Oh, we're both from Northern California. Oh, mm-hmm. I, you know this guy? Oh, I was on tour with those guys." And mm-hmm. and then years later, he I had this idea to do the, the podcast, but I knew that it was going to be quite the endeavor. That just the you know, doing it alone was going to be crazy. And so Luke was tweeting about Bigfoot one day and, and <laughs> as, Casual, as one does, as one does. <laughs> yes. tweeting about I was Bigfoot. like, wait a minute. And we had done an episode on a podcast that I did with a buddy years ago. And I was like, I was like, okay, this is, I think, I think Luke's the guy. Yeah. Let's, let's do this. So I hit him up. It's like, Hey, I got everything ready to go. You're in. And he's like, I'm in. And so it was kind of amazing. It was really. cool. It was cool because from my standpoint, like I, Nate had a podcast with Matt. You know, you had your Don't Feed the Trolls. And then I had a podcast with my brother Jordan, which was called Sports Related. And it was a sports variety podcast. It did really well. And it was fun. Kind of as things would, would go previous to that, uh, he had to redo his deal at SEC Network. And, mm-hmm. and this is just a lot, of, a lot of extra details. But essentially, they do 360 deals uh, in, in media, right? Which right. means that, that they own everything you do. Yep. And so we were in the midst of all of the controversial stuff that was going on uh, in the sports world with around Colin Kaepernick and, and right. all of these different these different hot-button political things. And Jordan and I just wanted wanted to not take talking points from ESPN. Yeah, sure, so we that's killed, fair. So we, killed, we basically retired the podcast. And there was a hole for me. You know, I was, had a corporate job. You still have a corporate job, but had a corporate job and was just like, this is my creative outlet. I really like doing this. And I had made, I stopped doing New Year's resolutions in, in 2020, not because it was 2020, I had no idea what was coming, yeah. but, but because you fail them inevitably, right? right. So I started writing goals. <laughs> and so for that year, it was like, start another podcast. Oh, wow. And I had an idea for kind of what I thought I wanted to do. And so I was fishing it out with Schneeweiss, of all things. One of, mm. one of my buddies who is a, is a mutual band connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Jeff Schneeweiss. He was gonna, he's, a, he's a producer. He produces a bunch of Bethel's music and Maverick City. And I was like, maybe he can edit. If his first name is Jeff, that's tough that y'all picked to call him by his last name. That's a lot harder. I know. Than just saying that's Jeff. why you do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're built different. There's a yeah. lot of Jeffs. Luke, we're built different. There's a lot of Jeffs. So <laughs> he's probably got a lot of nicknames too. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. They're probably not for the Pro- show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same for yours. But the idea was that then Nate hit me up and it was out of the blue and it was yeah. like this is what I was kind of asking for from actually from God is praying yeah. into these these are goals I have I kind of have a desire for this and and I knew Nate because there's a this band world things from Northern California and Tooth and Nail and, yeah. and all these overlapping friends. And it was just like, this sounds fun. Like I always have been in the Bigfoot thing as far as finding Bigfoot where they never find Bigfoot. Yeah. Just looking for Bigfoot and not finding, not finding Bigfoot should be the name of the show, but cause they never find him. But, and then it was just a, uh, let's, let's do this. Like, uh, yeah, I don't think Luke knew how like laser focused I was on like, no, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, this will be fun. It'll be a fun hobby. 
It'll be, it'll then be you're cool. kind of married to the person. You don't realize this <laughs> yeah, when you get into right. it. But like you, right. the person I talk to most other than my wife is Nate. Yeah. yeah. Like and you don't you don't know getting into it that this is what you're yeah. what you're doing. But it's been an amazing thing. I, I think Nate and I say this a lot and we really mean it. It's not it's not trope. It, it is that we really feel like that is corny or even as, as crazy. Everything's over spiritualized in, in a lot of ways. It's kind of random to say considering what we do, but really feel like God is sort of doing what he wants to do with this and mm. that's what we want yeah. and that's and Nate said that's why the show is kind of started as let's figure out what Bigfoot is and now we're into all these other things but and I know Nate will say the same thing sometimes I think we just let we want to let God do what God wants to do with this vehicle um, yeah. and it, it's been an amazing journey and I think the thing you said at the top is really it's 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 a microcosm for life right you're like you it reminds me of going on mission trips. I was a YWAMer at one yeah. point in my, in my day. But you, you go on these short-term mission trips, whether it be like Young Life when you're young or even even now, and, and you think you're going to go out and you're doing these things like that you're going you're gonna to help other people, right? And I think what you find out at the end of these trips is that really you're changed That's the it. most, right? Yeah. And God's doing something in you. And I think for us, it's like we are on the same journey, which makes us unique. Like the, yeah. this is not a Luke and Nader teaching you guys about – all this weird stuff. It's like Luke and Nate are on the same journey. It feels like that as a listener. I feel like I'm learning. Yeah. Y'all are asking the questions that are happening in my head. <laughs> well, that's well, good. good. That's, it is good. Yeah. yeah. That's hard. It's amazing. Nate, will you kind of explain what a blurry creature is? Because the reason we're doing this on Halloween, blurry creature holiday. Yeah. And so why is the show called that? What is a blurry creature? I mean, it, it, it just goes back to some, some of the jokes about Sasquatch always being blurry because people are so... You know, in the moment they take a bad photo of this yeah. this creature, whether whatever it is, it always comes out blurry. You know, Mitch Hedberg made a, a made it a, is from a Mitch Hedberg joke. Yeah, yeah, oh. he made a famous joke about yeah. it. Like maybe Bigfoot is just blurry. There's an out of focus right. monster <laughs> running around the woods. <laughs> and um, but you know, I I didn't want to be. There's a lot of Sasquatch shows. Pat, you know, they're just kind of pigeonholed into that. But I thought blurry creatures. Which I is, did not know that until y'all started being oh, yeah. like the other shows I listened to. I was like, what a world. Oh yeah, there's a. I mean. And it's smart. There's a niche for everything. And I think podcasting is all about the niche. You've yeah. got to find it. But I, I wanted a bigger, you know, because I, I was listening to, so I got really heavy into Bigfoot stuff when I was remodeling houses when I first moved to Nashville. Yeah. And I came out of a band and was ha- used to having conversations all day long with people. So I need to keep that going because I started to feel like I'm, I'm just, I'm by myself all day long. Yeah. I, I got to keep my mind engaged here. I'm going to go crazy. And I don't know, Bigfoot podcast just sort of scratched the itch. And then, yeah. you know, I started to realize that there were all these questions that were coming up that that weren't getting answered. It was mm-hmm. just weird stuff is happening, but mm-hmm. nobody can explain it because nobody really wants to get biblical. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to talk about satanic stuff and like, this feels satanic. What is mm-hmm. happening? And mm-hmm. people are afraid to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, towards just getting into David Politis, missing 411 stuff and watching more documentaries. And then I started to move from podcast to documentaries. I was like, okay, something is happening that's bigger than Bigfoot. It's not just this creature that we can't capture. Some people are going missing and there's scientific data to prove it. And guys like David Politis, who's like an ex-detective military police guy, he's he's trying to put on you know those those glasses and give you the empirical data that people are just up and vanishing and this isn't there's no evidence of yeah. where they're going or they and so he has a whole following for that so then theologians started coming on and i was like okay what i grew up in church <laughs> i grew up in a southern baptist church which right. is interesting and then worked at a camp called mount herman 
Uh, the irony. Oh, don't the I irony. know Mount Hermon? I've yeah. been to like four things at Mount Hermon. It's, it's awesome. Santa Cruz Mountains, baby. It's gorgeous. I love it there. It's beautiful. I went to writers' conferences for a long time out there. I love that place. Yeah. I, I went to school to, I, I got a degree in parks and rec tourism to, to like, hope To be someone, a camp guy? To, to run a the place. A YWAM guy and a camp guy? Yeah. Oh. I mean, this guy got a degree throwing frisbees. So, we yeah, would I have mean, loved I being a, a little, youth group together. I studied a little harder than that in college. Did you get into Cal Poly? It was hard. It was hard to get into Cal Poly. Chico State, baby. <laughs> but you know, and then all the, like, there was probably ten different Christian communities we were part of. And at Cal yeah. Poly, there was a Campus Crusade that had over a thousand kids. Wow! And so I couldn't escape Christian culture, but it was always a different flavor. Mm-hmm. And then finally, I was like, okay, no pastors ever talked about the Nephilim or any of this stuff. Yeah, y'all have blown up Genesis six for me, as <laughs> yeah. for sure. But it's fascinating yeah. because it, it answers a lot of those weird questions you had just growing up. I went to Christian school too and yeah. we're always in the Old Testament talking yeah. about these things. So Blurry Creatures as a long-winded no, intro. Lovely. Is anything that's sort of outside of you know all the weird creatures that have been rumored to exist and there's a whole there's a whole bunch of them everything from Dogman to Mothman to Bigfoot to Wendigos, skinwalkers. skinwalkers. That skinwalker episode, I was like, I'm only listening That's to daylight. Oh. And then now, you know, a lot of the disclosure stuff. So we're talking about gray aliens, Nordics, all the weird stuff. I that mean, comes did with y'all those. feel like pride in your spirits when you were like, hey, everything the news is saying about the aliens, news. we told our blurry creatures <laughs> on, with Tim Alberino a year ago or whoever. Wild. It is. That's wild. Why? Yeah. And, and I need it's to, perfect can I, time to have this podcast. Yeah. Can I just add something to the suggestion box? Sometimes sure. I think y'all need to drop emergency pods. When that stuff happens, I mean, y'all are like we did one. a ticker tape. I need like yeah. to say. Yeah. We did one when they had the House Oversight Committee, You know, which of course is, you get all the weird opinions about what's really happening, but, yeah. but the reality is, is you have our, a congressional oversight committee hearing with whistleblowers that have legal protection that are coming forward and saying, these things are happening, your government's not telling you this. Yeah. Especially when the government narrative and NASA's narrative and all this is saying, there's no, there's none of this, there's no extraterrestrial life, we don't have any of this, there's no proof of any of this. And then you've got people that are, and I think, this is my opinion, I, I think our patriots that, that are coming forward and saying, like, American people deserve to know this. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of folks out there who will say, oh, the government's saying X, Y, Z. We're not buying that. But to your point, we did do an emergency pod that week. Yeah. We're saying what is really happening because yeah. what you get in social media, most people, probably most people get a lot of their news is these 30-second clips. Yeah. And those are kind of easy to manipulate. And so if you don't watch the entire story and take it all in, then it's easy to take a little bit of that mm-hmm. and run with it and say these are our conclusions. And so we're – we were we did do that. I think you have an interesting point. Because um, I came that straight was, to y'all. Hey, that, I mean that. <laughs> that, that what are they going to say? That month was crazy. I, yeah. I mean, just because of the things that kept happening, you're like, this is. You know, you're always just like, well, this is happening in the future. At some point, there's going to be and you also you know, have the disclosure. You know, but it takes a couple couple of days to figure out what the heck's going on half the time, and you don't sure. want to put out bad information, and you yes. don't want to put out. You want to just react, because like. You know, everyone's split about the, uh, the alien bodies. The Mexican government just, like, unveiled. Uh, yes, wild. And, and you know, you never know, right? And it's weird Look for like us. like pinatas, Because, like, <laughs> I mean, we hear the weirdest stuff. I mean, that's the hardest part is it's, like, trudging through. Okay, we're in this truther space and this paranormal space. And did you just get a bazillion emails from crazy people? Yeah. Yeah, I bet. And people think, like, the plane lady was a part of some secret deep state. I'm like, she, I think she just had too many drinks and yeah. went crazy <laughs> on the plane. That, yeah. I don't, and she feels yeah. embarrassed now. Yeah. And everyone thought she saw reptilian creatures, which yeah. she could have. Right. But... I mean, everyone's like this scientist of knows exactly what's going on. So, I mean, yeah. I think Luke and I try to 
I think that's the hardest part about the show is, okay, there's weird stuff, but not there's not a demon under every rock. Yeah. And we have to try our best to not sensationalize this. But a lot of these things get clicks and views. And if you say some crazy stuff, you're, you blow up on TikTok. But I think Luke and I try to stick to as best we can. But sometimes we feel like, man, are we being, is this story true or not? Mm. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, those are, I don't those know. Those are stuff, tough things to sort of vet in some ways too, because in some parts you're vetting someone's personal experience and, and right. like, how do you, I mean, how do you read somebody and their motives? And, and I think we do a pretty good job saying, you know, what what could be the motive behind this? And a lot of times, the, and some of the most wild ones are like, there is literally nothing no play here. There's nothing to gain. Yeah. You, you don't, you, don't you're, you want us to hide your identity. You don't want your name out there. I know. Are you talking about that one woman? That was a wild one. Those are the, really, those are tough satanic, ones. Yeah. 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 And she's, and you, one of you, sorry, I don't remember. One of you says repeatedly in the show, you have nothing to gain from telling us this. Yeah, there's nothing. So why are you doing this? Right. And it, yeah. That's so wild. Other than playing like a, just a prank on us or, you know, being there's like definitely psyop narratives where people were paid, you know, by three letter agencies to go <gasps> on shows like this and what? create false narratives. And we've had friends on shows <laughs> who say they've been they've been offered money. Yeah, not our people. Not our show. Other other people in the space uh-huh. who host shows to you I know, love fake all this stuff sort of so like, corporate, you know, like. Deep state fake news. I, I don't know. Just, y'all were just trying to do a show about uh, Bigfoot. <laughs> and listen, I think the other thing that's, yeah, that's a challenge in this space is like we pose and try to provide like better questions and better answers. But yeah. the, most of these questions don't have an answer yet or don't or maybe won't have an answer. Yeah. Like until we pull a body out of the woods, what is Bigfoot? Until, you know, the famously until a sh- you know, ship lands on the White House lawn, you know, now yeah. <laughs> you can kind of go a lot of places with that now. Yeah. But so what we're trying to do is say, let's look at all these things which exist on the fringes and, and are questions. And how do we how do we find better answers through a biblical lens, through going yeah. back to the scriptures, you know, in, in, with the foundation of our faith? And so then, you know, then people are people always want to come say you have an agenda. And our agenda really is nothing except let's just try to find let's just have let's have these discussions. Yeah. Let's talk about the data. Yeah, yeah. you know, let's. You know, there is so much data on these topics, and I don't think people realize that. They think it's all just in the realm of conspiracy. There's no, wait, you know, they have actual hard evidence that the Sasquatch footprints aren't fake. We have scientists that are like, look, I'm the best foot expert in the world. Foot guy. You can't can't fake these things. (laughs) And they're like, okay. So there's... There's so much empirical evidence, and specifically the Giants topic. Oh, gosh. We hit the Giants topic. Your Peru stuff, so good. We hit it from the megalithic side, which is ancient construction that's like sort of an anomaly. We hit it from, you know, empirical data of like digging up old newspaper accounts. So we, 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 50 slices of pie that sort of put together and say, look, there's evidence these Giants were real. This isn't, you know, we look at it from a literary standpoint, mythological standpoint, Biblical standpoint, well, from faith standpoint too, yeah. right? I mean, the, yeah. thing I think raw is, evidence. The thing that's wild about some of this is that I think that Christianity for has become so ingrained in our culture that we forget that it's a very, very supernaturally rooted faith. Like we yeah. believe in a an immaculate conception and a virgin yeah. birth and talking, a transfiguration, talking, talking donkey. donkeys, right? And the the Bible's full of giants, and so. You know, in this where do they come from? Right in this post enlightenment and academic paradigm that we find ourselves in now, that's kind of just like, oh, it's allegory. I mean, that is such a modern phenomenon. David and Goliath is just standing up to your head. You know, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. your tough tough day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's exactly. (laughs) Well, everyone was short then. He was just a little bit taller, right? Yeah, I mean, it's Bible's pretty specific about heights and about. And so I, I think that. 
maybe even just getting back to that paradigm, putting the supernatural back into the Bible. And, and, and I think honestly that, that in of itself is where we try to find a lot of our answers for a lot of the weird, mm-hmm. right? Whether it be like a dog man or a Bigfoot or the alien phenomena, how do we contextualize that within a biblical paradigm? And it shouldn't be surprising, but I think it is for a lot of people that there are there are precedents and there are scriptures and there is historical data within our scriptures that I, that I think we can contextualize all of this mm-hmm. within, you know, and, and we live in such a, a big world. I, I think that, that I think we undersell God in a lot of ways if, if we yeah. don't if we don't try to contextualize a lot of the stuff that we we would consider weird and fringe within within that paradigm. Yeah, and Dr. Michael Heiser is like a, yeah. a big um, influence, big influence in this whole space. You know, so don't bore me with the Bible. And I think I have naturally just a lot of ADD, and I always was just like trying to find throughout growing up, just sit still, redheaded kid, put in the corner, and I just <laughs> never could. And when you find fascinating things, you just sort of, I want more of this. Yeah. And you realize that none, like this whole story we're involved in is not boring. The story of God and humanity is not boring. And somehow we all, we just, we put it into books. We did a systematic theology and we all went to sleep. It's like a Catholic mass. No, no, no. You know, I've been in those masses yeah. before and I'm not, no digs to the Catholics, but I just, it, it just can become like this thing you do yeah. and, you, and you never engaged uh, in your heart at all. And you're yeah. like, well, that's what true a, at Crosspoint too. People can show up and not engage, yeah, right? Church, yeah, right? Any church, that's true at my church too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I totally know what you're saying. Right in yeah. the South, it's the thing right. you do is go to church, right? Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Hey, friends, just interrupting this conversation to share about one of our amazing partners, Amra Colostrum. Okay, have y'all heard of Amra Colostrum? When our first shipment came to the office, my coworkers were lining up to be the first to try it because everyone has heard so many good things. This new superfood seems almost too good to be true, and this team over here is a fan. Colostrum is the first nutrition we receive in life, and it contains all of the essential nutrients our bodies need in order to thrive. So Armour Colostrum is a proprietary concentrate of bovine colostrum that helps strengthen immunity, ignite metabolism and anti-inflammation, fortify gut health, activate hair growth and skin radiance. It improves fitness performance and recovery and has some powerful anti-aging benefits. I mean, I will take it. It's just one scoop or packet that you add to cold water or cold food. We've tried the unflavored option and you really couldn't taste it. And we've tried the blood orange flavor too, which adds a good, fun, citrusy taste. It is wholly natural, sustainable, and Armra has thousands upon thousands of five-star reviews and literally life-changing testimonials from users. So we've worked out a special offer for our friends. You get 15% off your first order. Go to try Armra armra.com slash that sounds fun or enter the code that sounds fun to get 15% off your first order. That's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com slash that sounds fun. And one more amazing partner I get to tell you about, Thrive Cosmetics. Okay, whether you're all about a full glam makeup look, that's me, or a more natural look or somewhere in between, that's probably the truest me. Thrive Cosmetics has got us covered. I could talk all day about their Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara, which not only makes my lashes look longer, but it lasts all day without smudging or flaking, you guys. It is truly my favorite mascara, probably my favorite makeup full stop. It looks like I have lash extensions all the time, but I don't. And you don't have to with the damaging glue and nail and salon prices. And yeah, none of that. It's also so easy to remove. It slides right off with warm water and a washcloth. You don't even have to use soap. 
Here's what I also love. Thrive Cosmetics beauty products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free. They're made with clean, skin-loving ingredients, high-performance and trademark formulas, and uncompromising standards. So go give their mascara a try or check out some of their other fun options like their impactful, semi-permanent, smoothing lipstick. Y'all know I love a lipstick. If you're needing some new makeup or already thinking about some gift ideas for the holidays, you want to try the product that thousands are raving about. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. So right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash T-S-F. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash T-S-F for 20% off your first order. That link and pretty much every other link you could, you know, ever hope for are in the show notes below or in the Friday AFD Week in Review email that we send out. And you can sign up to make sure you're getting that in the show notes below as well. Okay, now back to our conversation with Luke and Nate. I think that's one of the interesting things y'all have done for me. And one of the reasons I want I wanted to have you on and get to say it to your faces, but also invite my friends who are listening who didn't already know about y'all to know, is you have rekindled in me this, there is so much I don't know. Mm. Right? It makes the Bible and relationship with God different when you... I mean, I, there was one day y'all talked about maybe giants, and and they said sometimes their legs can look like trunks of trees. Is it giants or what is it? That's in numbers. It says like they're, they're the heights of cedar trees. Yeah. And so we were looking out the window and being like, we don't know. We think those are all trees, but we don't actually know, you know? And just <laughs> that, be like the dark waters when we're getting giants the popping out of the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Out of the swamp. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I mean, the, the mystery of life has been rekindled in some ways. And thanks for, for listening me. too. I'm mean, curious. Sometimes it's an investment to get into a show like ours and it's like, do I really want to go down this road? Yeah. I know you're in different spaces than we are. And I just appreciate you even take giving us oh. a, sh- a chance yeah. because I think half my friends probably think I'm nuts if they listen <laughs> in. But part of me is just like whatever. Okay. You know, so it's cool when people take a chance yeah. and and give us a shot because I I do think we come at it from anyone can listen to yeah. it. It's not just a bunch of conspiracy theories all That's rolled right. in like, oh, these guys are just talking about whatever. It's We try to do it in a way that, okay, you know, Luke and I both went to college. We understand how it's done. Yeah. But at the same time, we know that those people don't want to talk about these things. Yeah. So there's like a... There's and a y'all title that. it really well. So if I'm scared, I don't listen. I mean, good. <laughs> yeah. good. You're great at And talking. that's what we do. We try to use a blurry yes. creature to to sort of... That's the framework of the episode. So yeah. we're going to talk about this creature, whether it's aliens or UFO sightings yeah. or it's Bigfoot, you know, all the creatures we talk yeah. about. But the list is getting bigger and bigger. There's more blurry creatures out there than oh, I think wow. Luke and I even thought. You, you, know. keep, you keep going. I, I just to, to your, <laughs> what you were saying, Annie. Though I, I, I just think it's so important just to be curious. Yeah. I think we we kind of we lose our creativity and, and our and, and curiosity and wonder. I think sometimes when we when we you know, quote unquote grow up, right? Mm, right. And there's something about about faith like a child, and 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 I think within that is this curiosity for for the Bible and for yeah. some of the things we don't understand, right? And it, 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 we're like the weirdo cousin of Bob Goff, I feel, in some ways, <laughs> yeah. right? Because Bob's always talking, and I, I don't know if, if you know Bob well yeah, or not, but yeah. Bob's talking about whimsy, and his whole thing is 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 the joy and the mystery yeah. of God back into into our faith. And, and so in some ways, I think we're, we're trying to chase down some of that mystery, but also yeah. understand, right? I, I think providing context and understanding, because there are a lot of people out there, and it's surprising, and we talk about the volume of emails. We get emails where people have a weird experience, like personally have a weird experience. And Nate has one that he's told on the show a few times, but you have this weird experience and 
you don't want to tell anyone. And for a lot of people, because they can't find answers for some sort of weird paranormal experience they have, ghost or creature or whatever it may be, their kind of knee-jerk default is, is well, this disqualifies my faith mm. or this because the church doesn't have an answer. Broad Breast Church, right? Yes, doesn't yes, have yes. an or my particular church didn't have an answer. Yeah. This or they t- convinced themselves it didn't even happen. Right. 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 But th- then there's where do you go with that? Yeah. And so it's 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 kind of crazy to have I don't know, to kind of feel that need for people is bizarre. Yes, yes. And also the medium of a podcast allows it, you know, because it's yeah. just it's it's really just Luke and I at the end of the day, and we decide we want to push. You know, yeah, is this going to go out right. in the world or not? Yeah. Like how many movie quotes and how many times are we going to talk about Waterworld? <laughs> I mean, but there's systems in place that allow yeah. you know, gatekeepers are sort of gone. I mean, until they shut down the RSS feeds for yeah. podcasts. Yeah. I mean, right now it's still an open floodgate. We call it a wild west all the time over here. We're always like, it's everybody's still learning the rules and making the rules of podcasting. Yeah. So some of these guys have written books and been looking into ufology since the Bob Lazar days, which is like he was the first whistleblower on Area 51 and yeah, what they have. Yeah, for ufology, UFO. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just. So there's, there's been this data. UFOology. Yeah, that's that's how the first time you, you said on the show, I was like, O's. UFO, put two O's in there. UFO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ufology. <laughs> which is what, you know, we have now having happening in Congress. Yeah. So it's kind of crazy, but Tim, you know, Tim was talking to us. I don't know if we can talk about this one, but, but there's some Congress people listening to the show. <gasps> listening to the blurry creatures? Yeah. And oh my gosh, who were on the oversight committee for UFOs and invited <laughs> Tim over to have a discussion about what do we do, what what questions do right. we ask? So it's it's crazy it's to think world, that, <laughs> that these people are listening to the show, yes. but it's because Tim's been reading the data, the scientists who studied abductions and got behind the screen memories and actually pieced together what is happening. People are being taken, and it's. There's data on it. There's He's actual. He's like a real life Indiana Jones. He is. We I was, with, I was with him last week too. Yeah. We, yeah. We were in Yellowstone. Yeah. Making jokes about Costner. But not, just, not talking start... about serious stuff at yeah. all. You have these conversations. You don't think anyone's going to listen? Now yeah. I'm like, dude, congressmen. Congressmen are listening. <laughs> what? Um, okay, so I don't know if y'all know this, but I have a podcast called Let's Read the Gospels, where I'm literally reading this. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John yeah. every month. So I'm about to start again tomorrow on November 1st with a new round. But one of the things I've run into that I would love for y'all to talk about is. Multiple times in the Gospels, the disciples and Jesus talk about ghosts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have y'all had a show we about did. this yet? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. You it. haven't listened, Danny. <gasps> Ghost show. I'm going back to it. Our last show with Heiser, I think, was one of his last interviews he did yeah. before he passed away. It was about this. It was about ghosts and the difference between, you know, the spirits of humans yeah. and the spirits of other supposedly dead giants, which are... Dead giants? The, which which are demons. I got to listen to this. Which one. Okay. Demons. Which are demons. So Mike, yeah. Mike did... Uh, we mentioned Heiser, and he has an. Uh, if you if you're not familiar with Dr. Michael Heiser and his approach to the Bible, he has an unbelievable book called The Unseen Realm. Yeah, he also has a more. Is pro- that like a? Is that an entry level book? Is that like if we're say, brand kind new of, to all of this? Kind of. Kind of if it, it's it's uh, it's dance. It's like C.S. Lewis dance. Okay. If, if if that means anything to anyone, so like you may need to reread some of it. He also yeah. has one called Angels and one called Demons, which are a little more approachable, but Unseen Realm is really kind of his opus. Okay. And what Mike, you know, Mike is. He became a great friend. We lost him this year. He passed away yeah. to cancer. But he only did two interviews last year, and one was with us. We ended wow. up having a really cool friendship with mm-hmm. Mike. But yeah, the show was fascinating, right? Because ghosts are the phantasma, right? Is the actual the Greek for for what they think? They think Jesus is a ghost. On, on yeah. you know, so that's an odd response. And he says, "I'm not a ghost. I'm right. a guy." Like after he resurrects, I'm not a ghost. Look, you can or see Peter. my body. And you're like, what about when Peter gets out of prison? And they yeah. show them, and they're like, yeah. "It's the ghost of Peter here." Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Have you yeah. about that? That's weird. But I we mean, talk. But Christians talk about ghosts. Like we can't talk about ghosts because that's always demonic. 
Right. Well, we have a pre. We have, we have a, this. You know, people go here when they're gone, and we have these sort of this these pre. You know, these ideas that we that we bring into the scripture that we don't we're not aware of. I think we all have that. You know, there's so many things that people talk about that are in books, but not in the Bible. Mm. But it's just kind of become part of the Christian culture. You know, and I think what Luke and I talk about is character traits of, of different blurry creatures. Like the demons have very specific character traits and they display those. And there's other creatures that people will call demons that don't seem to exude those same character traits. So it's sort of short-sighted to say everything's a demon yeah. because it's not really the case when you look at the data. I feel like Civil know. War battles. Like the, the weird things about yeah. ghosts, right, are like these these – you know that you're getting there, the, t- the time loop things where, <gasps> yeah. like, you go to Getty- Gettysburg, one favorite place with my dad when I was like 18 or 19. And, and the story's there that, like, the guys and gals that curate that national park and, the, and that, that place because it, it's, a, you know, it's a sacred place now and, you know, for the United States and our history will say that there are, like, there will be battles and you'll smell gun smoke and you'll see these ghosts what? yes Luca. So, yeah. but, but, but what happens with that like what happens when people see people in period in period clothing that don't yeah. interact right yeah. that doesn't really demonic that's odd and there's yeah, always there's I a great there's we a great want to put yeah. everything that we can't see as angel or demon right yeah it's very violent and, episode, and y'all are saying that's yeah we did a, a long episode on ghost ships and ghost trains and so trains will run trains they'll run the tracks at night ghost ships you know all these sailors report these old ships would just sail up right next to them and there's nobody on board <laughs> But it's like a physical thing that's happening. Well, right? they stopped making ghosts after the Civil War, right? <laughs> right, right, right. It was an 1800s thing. There's no emo kid but ghosts. I, You're like, just not. <laughs> but it's not as easy to say it's like all. I, the ghost is in girl jeans and has a swoop. Right, You're like, this is, this is not. <laughs> I, I got you with emo kid. You, you, I, I, I threw you like, off completely. Yeah. Every once in a while I try to snipe Nate. Uh-huh, and, and you shows did it. Too, you and you, I got did, him you here, yeah. took him back to Northern California. He snipes me all the time. Right when we're about to start an episode, someone's like sitting there we haven't met for the first time. Yeah, we're just like, this is always our pre-roll prep. Is the, and then I'll just try to get Nate right beforehand. So he kind of gets like, ah, oh, I'm well off done. my game now. I don't know. <laughs> well, I will say that like Christians default to everything's a deception because they know Satan is, you know, yeah. he's the deceiver. Yeah. So everything you don't understand is a deception. Yeah. I'm like, no, there are weird stories of ghosts, like women in white walking around confused. And they're just, they're misplaced, but they happen all over the place. This is just one ghost story that's repeated throughout time. There's like these period dress women that are confused, and there's usually some trauma associated with their sightings or the history of this one person. So what we've found is there can be ghosts that are stuck in this trauma loop, whether it's like Jeez. a passenger crashes and everyone dies traumatically, or like someone gets killed or someone's murdered on their honeymoon or something, or or someone commits suicide. And then there's this loop. But see, demons have a very specific, they're, they're like carnal creatures. They used to be in bodies. They're no longer bodies. That's why they're trying to get into a body, but there's a legality issue. They have to have a legal access to a human, but they want to get back in what it feels like to be in a body. And then you have these confused spirits just floating around. Well, and demons have, very much have the same desires of the flesh without a body. They're, they yeah. want to eat and drink and they have carnal desires. Right? Yeah. And so then, But they can't just take over anybody. Right, right. right. So then... You have to delineate some of this. I think if you want to listen to the episode, it was was it our Halloween yeah, we'll, episode? Yeah, we'll, we'll go back and link to it. Yeah, but yeah. It, Dr. Michael Heiser and it, interesting because biblically, yeah, most importantly, go to the Bible and look at, the, at these examples, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go, okay, there's something different has happened here than than the man at the tombs and the, mm-hmm. and the demonic and these yes, these yes. is uh, somehow Peter gets out of prison and they think that his ghost is there yeah. and then the disciples think the ghost is on the water and the raising of Samuel by the witch of Endor. You have these. Yeah. Human spirits, and I, and I'm not saying we know exactly how this works. We just can say like it's not 
we can pretty well say you can't broad brush it all and say it's all it's all demons now. I think that's the gift, Luke, is if it was what you're just saying of we don't have to understand it for it to be true. Right. <laughs> and right. I think a lot of people yeah. think, okay, I can understand angels and demons is what I used to think. I right. can understand angels and demons, A versus B, right. good versus bad. Right. And so once you can understand it, then it is true. But then when you go, wait, there's, a, there's other categories? Well, I don't understand that, so it must not be. And that's just... And Annie, Annie I go I go to this a lot, and, I, and and you know this is my my point of view. But I think we look around ourselves here on Earth, right? We look around at the diversity of life. I mean, trees and bugs, and even within people, mm-hmm. all these different types of of people, different cultures, different animals. The, the, we discover new animals all the time, right? I, I think that our view of heaven then is quite opposite. It's 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 so binary. It's God, angels, and, and then you have demons, which are here because they're disembodied. They're just playing spirits. harps all day long. Right? Yeah, right. And, and <laughs> maybe, and this is just my hypothesis, maybe there is a diversity of of life in the heavenlies as well. And so that we short sell ourselves to say it's all yeah. angels with wings and it's all, and there's good angels and bad angels, and then you have the demons, and that's really it. And Maybe not, you yeah. know, because our descriptions of heaven are very interesting. It's uh, there's roads and buildings, and I always go back to this one that Tim brought up the one time talking about manna is the bread of heaven, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Well, we just reverse, reverse engineer that. That means that you have to make bread, you have to have grain. So, are these things happening wow. in, in in heaven as, yeah. as we understand it? That yeah. realm, right, the kingdom of heaven? I don't know, but I, I think that that perhaps." We can't categorize everything with into two categories, yeah. right? And there is a lot more. And then you kind of get you can get into alien space and talk about all these different sort of creatures in that space, and perhaps that's just part of the diversity of, of that realm, right? And not and not that we have to, you know, think that everything's from another yeah. planet or yeah. whatever, right? And the Bible calls those like you know sons of God. It uses different terminology for yeah. these things. So, you know, one of the things we talk about is how. The sons of God that were talked about in Job and they're talked about in Genesis. It's like there is, you know, the daughters of men and the yeah. sons of God, which yeah. is, is is angelic beings, but we're close enough to where, you know, the angels and humans were able to reproduce and their offspring were these the family show, Nate. These yeah. colossal beings. Right. Nephilim. Yeah. I didn't even hardly Demigods. know how to say that word until y'all until y'all, but there's still have, some debate in the, in in the in the space. Nephilim. Oh, do they? But say you, it? But you have so much flair. But want. it's hard because it's like the Bible drops <laughs> that it. and keeps rolling. Yeah. But you, as a modern day human, gotta go like, wait, humans can mate with what? You know? Was but it Heiser who said he could spend his whole life in Genesis? Yeah. 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 But it's just a paradigm buster. Even just that verse is like, oh wait, angels and humans are yeah. close enough that we can. But then people get in complicated ideas, and it, it, that's why our show's continuing to go forever because there's. So many more questions. And yeah. Does that mean they appear like us in our realm or they actually like us in reality? But I think that the Nephilim topic is it's a pretty heavy one, but it's, yeah. it's hard for people at first. And then you kind of got to go, okay, well, here's all this evidence for these giants. So we got to work backwards. Yeah. We know that these things existed. And the David Goliath story is just, it's just one snapshot of a huge narrative that nobody wants to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, what you were saying earlier, Luke, about when we're kids, David and Goliath, Goliath was a giant. Yeah. The older we get, the less giant he becomes. Yeah. He's yeah. He, the less supernatural he becomes. He's just a, he's just a really tall guy. Yeah. yeah. He's just a su- really big it's buff guy. Nice, I mean, just nice, like it's y'all. It's an allegory. It's just yeah. an allegory. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. So I brought you my ghost. You had to answer for that. Here's yeah. the other thing I really want us to talk about today. <laughs> I know what's going here. Megalodons. All I right. I love 
dinosaur sharks so much. But y'all have never done an episode on Megalodons. We, it's hard because we, I mean, people want us to do like, we haven't done one on Nessie either. So. Oh, and I used to live in Scotland, so I feel Nessie too. Yeah. I do need a Nessie episode. I, think, I got baptized in Loch Ness. How's your okay. Scottish accent? There you go. It's it terrible. It's terrible. I always say, whenever I, whenever I repeat what my friends in Scotland say, I always say, pretend um, Shrek is saying this to you. <laughs> and people can do it in their heads. Little donkey. So, that's, yeah, the only, that's the only place I couldn't understand what they were telling me when I was in Scotland. Yeah. Like, say that again? Yeah. Say it again? I don't know what you're saying. So y'all need a Nessie show. We do. And yep. a Meg show. Yeah. I do know that like everything was bigger, you know, so like a lot of guys come on our show and say the megafauna, there was bigger, bigger trees, bigger animals. They find these giant armadillo creatures. They find these giant turtle shells. So it's possible there was just a huge shark. And I think that. Oh, we know that there's well, big would, teeth. Yeah, there yeah. is. But I mean, I think they're probably still out there because people still see them like these giant yeah. shadows just go through these like science, like Japanese cameras underwater. But, Nate, uh, if I've sussed you out at all in the years we've been friends and you didn't know, yeah. <laughs> if you watch Meg and Meg 2, we will get our episode. All right. If you get into right, how in the world did go. they get up from the trench, because the, the story is okay. they're below like a an area of water that's too cold that they can't come up through the it. The thermoplane. The thermoplane. Yeah. And then it breaks, and that's how they get up. Ah. If something goes through it, so... Let's say so is it like hyper a submarine may have there? accidentally gone through it. And while they're not looking. Up comes a big guy. Just one or all of them? Well, what happens if depends there's like on a, which, which movie. If you're watching Meg, you think it's just one. What happens if there's not. a typhoon? Like, How do they breathe then? You, you get a tornado. <laughs> they breathe? Do the sharks have to breathe? Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe Meg. I don't know. I don't know that sharks answer. Sharks have to breathe. There has to be some sort of oxygen getting into the water, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, maybe the thermoplane the is about temperature. Maybe just yeah. bubbles from volcanoes. It's like yeah. that's what they talk about with Lake Tahoe. Uh, they're like it's so cold at the bottom that when <gasps> you get a big warming, that things will pop up like just old old no. body, old bodies of Native Americans and like gangsters that were really thrown in the uh, in the lake. Maybe there's a megalodon down there. I'm I just telling y'all, so. I've not enjoyed two movies like I've enjoyed well, those, Meg and Meg teeth. Two in a long well, time. Well, I'm just saying, what if there's a, like an, an oceanic tornado and those megalodons get caught up in the tornado? <laughs> and you have your Sharknado. You have your Magnado. Yeah, I'm, I live for a Magnado. <laughs> Magnado. I mean, I, so those are that, that and the Nessie one. I would love a Nessie show. Is that yeah, on I, your radar? Yeah, yeah. They, they just did a huge. There was a. Was it this year? Yeah, there they was just like went and tried to find massive him again. undertaking. Yeah, yeah, him or her. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just Luke and I are, are just. It's like the the doors just blew open on all these creatures, and it's yeah. like, wow, we could we could literally spend two years in this on this. How far thing. advanced are y'all planned? Like right now in uh, the fall. Do, I mean, do y'all know your next week show? Or are you like yeah, three yeah, weeks we're, out? We're, this yeah, next yeah. week's episode is gonna be on crop circles. Yeah. It's supposed oh, to come out great. today. Oh, sorry. So we My interviewed. Gosh. No, it's fine. <laughs> you're it's like, Annie, uh, you're, you're not getting a show because <laughs> hey, you got a show. Craig, we need, some hand, we need a hand here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know it's, it's good. Like, sometimes I need a break because I get, I get too you know, zoned in. I just go crazy. It's like editing all day long, trying mm-hmm. to make it. Where is this going? But we interviewed a lady that spent the last 30 years looking at crop circles and kind of <gasps> gave us the details of why these things aren't. You know, there's some hoaxes, yeah. but for the most part, they're not. How, why they're not hoaxed, where they are, what they do, what does it mean? Yeah. And some of the bizarre stuff around crop circles, which, you know, I think most of us, when we think about all these topics, when we think about giants, we think about ghosts, when we think, we we all have this preconceived idea of what this stuff is. And I think for Christians, I think we bring a lot of baggage into the story. Yeah. Through whatever it is. And I think that's the hardest part is when you, there's a certain type of listener that listens with an open mind, but also listens to the data and goes, okay, well, the data has to support what I know to be true about the Bible. 
And I think a lot of people, they don't understand that biblical writers knew everything and read everything. Mm -hmm. They weren't afraid of information, like Luke said earlier. Like you've got to you you've got to be curious and read all these things. Yeah, I think sometimes modern Christians are so afraid to read anything. It's like we brought on a guest that goes to every single pagan festival just so he he's a Christian, just so he knows what they're doing oh, and wow. what they're talking about. He's at Burning Man, Sounds and he scary. writes a Satan Con. Yeah. I mean, he's a wild man. Yeah. yeah, but he that sounds scary. He's to not me. afraid no, of. Yeah. He's not afraid of it because he knows he's trying to write books and, and educate people. Like, yeah, this is what the world believes. This is yeah. their, and I think these UFO religions are about to about to deceive a lot of people because Christians aren't talking about UFOs. They're not talking about a disclosure. I did not know there were UFO religions. I mean. The biggest one is Scientology. Oh, you know? well, certainly. Certainly, yes. Yeah, I've heard of that one. No, but it's the whole ancient aliens <laughs> yeah. agenda as well, right? There's yeah. there's the underpinning of ancient aliens is that yeah. there's- It's a huge show. the Anunnaki, and it's, you know, Mike Heiser it's like 20 completely seasons. dismantled wow. their entire dogma, essentially. Yeah. And he, he, he never got invited back to, to their <laughs> to their conference. They didn't know what they were doing. But yeah. to that to that point, too, like uh, Hires, Hires used to talk about going to uh, UFO conventions because he would say that the people yeah. there yes. were most hungry for the gospel. Yeah. Yes, they were the most open and available. The most open and yeah. available, and, and they were searching. I remember him saying that, yeah. And, and, and so I, th- I think it's, it's interesting. It's such a weird little mission field in some ways to be in yeah. because – People want, are looking for answers, especially when mainstream media starts talking about things that are very uncomfortable yeah. for a lot of people, right? Things that, that were on the Hollywood screens, not by accident, of yeah. course, and, and are now part of, of a mainstream talking point. And really, the irony is it's not really mainstream. This whole UFO Overs- House Oversight Committee was not covered by any of the mainstream right. media, right. which is should be a tell. Yes. Yeah, NASA um, came out and said that, you know, it's all... We don't support any of this, and oh wow, you no. Know, but so. it's fact, not it's not a government narrative. Well. Yeah, but we live wow. in this time now where the the dissemination of information is is instantaneous and it's worldwide, and so you can find your news sources on Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. and TikTok and all these other places that I'm too old really to understand anymore. But me too. So it goes. It go, <laughs> yes, it goes. It, it goes out though, right? And so these conversations are happening, and, and yeah, and we just want to have the conversation. From a standpoint of being Christians, how how should yeah. we think about this? What questions should we ask, yeah. and where should we be looking? And our, we always put go back to the Bible, right? Yeah. I, I think there's a, people have, uh, more than once have said that you guys are fascinated by the darkness, and it's like that is not it. Yeah. You know, I, I always go back to the Art of War because I because I love the Art of War. It's this ancient you know ancient book, and mm-hmm. essentially the paraphrase I'm going to do is that if you if you uh, know your enemy but know not yourself, you can't win. If you Know yourself and not your enemy, you you can't win. But if you know yourself and know your enemy, you'll be victorious. And that's wow. a very bad paraphrase of this part of Sun Tzu. Apologies on that, but I'm just not a direct quote. But essentially, I think that that principle is tried and true. Like yes. I think we should be be cognizant of what the schemes and the agendas and the narratives of the darkness are, so that we're educated to say that is not it, right? Because if we as Christians and and the church as a broad breast, the church as a body, is not interested in discipling other Christians about biblical truths and how we should think about and, and question the things that are happening now in mainstream culture. The world is more than willing to disciple them in their narrative, and that narrative is yeah. not going to be yeah. of God and not yeah. not going to be of Christ. In fact, mm-hmm. it'll be anti-Christ yeah. Yeah. In, in, for all intents and purposes. So. That is, I mean, that is the is the space. Like, how do we have these conversations so they become part of our 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 Christian 
you know, vernacular is the wrong term, but the, the Christian yeah. conversation, yeah. right? But also yeah. not throw like a Christianese answer at it. Correct. Yeah, yeah 100%. I appreciate Thank you, Nate. That, that yeah. Because there's, that, yeah. there's this physicality part to all these things. Like yeah. They find Bigfoot bodies. They find tracks. They find oh, craft. We have Bigfoot bodies. No, I don't know bodies. Well, they found them. It's just where they Wait, go. Where are they? Yeah. yeah. But they find the physical evidence that this yeah. thing's out there. And they find UFOs. And even guys like Bob Lazar, you know, he's saying that the nine craft that he had you know, observed at Area 51, one of them was ancient. Wow. That they basically an archaeological That's find. It's weird. And then we interviewed Dr. Diana Pasolka on our show who said that the, that she got to go in the Vatican archives. Mm-hmm. I've said this a lot on our show. But there was a whole wing in the Vatican archives yes. about UFOs. <laughs> so this isn't a modern day Hollywood thing. Yeah. It's like Hollywood has taken what they know yep. and put their spin on it, just like a lot of these agencies have. So everyone's trying to control the narrative. That's why The Shape of Water freaked me out is not because – do you all remember that movie? Yeah. As I thought, if they know how to write this, this may be truer than I want it to be. Exactly. If they know how to make up this thing that is part reptile and part human and lives in water but has a relationship with a female, I was like – I'm out. I eject. Yes. <laughs> I yeah, I think all this. these guys live. It's on a Southwest flight. <laughs> yeah, like, what is it. happening that's here? That's it. I'm like, yikes. <laughs> and that's kind of what we talk about on the show is like, is everyone's lifting from something. I don't think yeah. humans are just magically creating all this stuff. I mean, all this stuff goes back to the days of Noah when this knowledge was given to us from other realms. Yeah. And we knew how to do all these things instantly. We knew how to do pharmacia. We knew how to do beautification. We knew how to do make weapons of war. How did Animal human- husbandry. Yeah. And how do we just make it all, how do we know how to do all these things? How do you know, like you take this one leaf, you do this stuff to it, you boil it, you come back, you chop it up, you do it a thousand times, all of a sudden you have these crazy psychotic drugs. It's just sad to us that people can't understand that human beings have been corrupted since the beginning. And that was part of the reason why God had to restart things and the flood narrative and maybe the Tower of Babel and other things that these events happened, this physical rebellion happened. They were taking everything God made and, and destroying it and corrupting it mm-hmm. and sometimes genetically modifying it and we go no nah, that's 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 not it's impossible we're doing it today so we're, we're kind of coming back to the days of noah when we're taking god's creation <gasps> well, jesus said we would oh my gosh yeah yeah and we're we're playing god again we're right. so, the, so, the, hey, so the next book right it's 23 reasons jesus comes back in 23 that's we're going it, back to it. It. 999 <laughs> Okay, now back to finish up our Halloween conversation with our blurry guys, Luke and Nate. Okay, let me ask you this last yeah, question. Sure. What do you know about God now that you didn't know before you started mm. the show? I, I, I believe that God has a family and he wants a family and we are a part of that family. And I didn't really understand the Trinity before I started the show, hmm. because I when you when you lay out these characters, you start to realize Jesus is the Son of God, and they have a family, and that's why we all are obsessed with family. That's why I love my kids to death, you know, and that fatherly spirit has like transcended my understanding. I think I had this medieval perspective of the Trinity. I had this medieval, you know, a lot of medieval uh, understandings of the of the Gospels the Old Testament, but I think God wants a family mm-hmm. and uh, and in us. And the gospel is coming back to the family. We get to be back part of that. And and um, the prodigal son. And Jesus yeah. is talking to his dad all the time in the gospels. Yes, He's yes. talking to his dad at the, at the transfiguration, at his baptism. Yeah. 
on the cross in the garden. He's talking to his father. And I don't think I really got that. And I know for a lot of people that is like a weird, strangely a hard thing to hear and to think about. Wait a minute. How can that be? Because mm-hmm. you have this like old, you know, in a Christian school answer. Well, it's all three in one, this egg thing. Egg, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I, but I, when, you, when you put the characters up, you, you see, wow, God has created us to be a part of this, yeah. this story. And a specific you know, we have a specific role to play. Mm. It it it's changed. I see it in everything now, and I'm like, wow. You know, so helps me be a better dad. And I know that's like a lot. That's a no, big thing beautiful. to drop at the end. But it's beautiful. I think that's what we all want yeah. to be a part of the family. And I think a lot of us have you know daddy and mommy issues, and then we reject God because of that. But I don't know why having <laughs> sort of a, a a, a chart, a flow chart of of creatures helps me understand that there is there's a hierarchy of beings, and we're one of them. Yeah, and we're all created for a reason. So that's where, that's, that's, that's kind of what I've learned a lot. Yeah, hey, this is a tough question. I think there's there's so many things. I think from the idea of of a seed war, I think is is something that I didn't think about before the show a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone to I an extent. I have never thought of that. Mm-hmm. I think twenty twenty broke a lot of people to an extent, and, and and I think if you that was a red pill. All, everything that happened in our in societally, culturally, it should should have red pill a lot of people. And I, I think in, in the same way, the show itself, like opening up and maybe reading the Bible again just maybe in a completely new way and understanding like, wow, okay. Like the first, the first prophecy is Genesis three and it's the prophecy of Christ. It's, Mm. it's saying that the seed of the woman is going to crush that of the serpent. And then you go downstream and watch everything play out and you go, this is why the genealogy is so important. This is what Mm. happened in gen six. This is why there was a flood. Like the darkness is trying to breed out humanity, so there can be no Messiah, and 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 the Messiah has to be fully human. You go to Revelation, you see it, and John weeps, and who can open the scroll? You have all these things, and like, man, it fit. I think just understanding just how how unbelievably amazing the story of Christ is, and to look at it again, and, and sort of in the weird context that that we that we have discussions, understanding just Nate said it great, just just the the love of God for his, for his kids and the lengths that God went to, to restore humanity back into family through, through, through Jesus, that with the agenda of the darkness and then kind of taking that, that tapestry or that lens and and then looking at what's happening now Mm. and going like, there are no new deceptions. Like there's just new marketing. Wow. It's like always been a Marvel movie and we, we sort of forgot. Like, you know, it's always been wow. sort of the Lord of the Rings, Marvel-esque, and I think that's where we lift it from. That's where those movies get it from. And I think I think when you listen to a show like ours, you start to go, this is just, the whole thing is bizarre and wild, and there's been this war from the beginning. And they, like Luke said, they try to breed us out, and you got to start with a creature like Bigfoot to get there. Yeah. Well, we just did. We had to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I just think, I, th- I think it just... Y- the gospel of Christ is the most incredible and amazing story and thing to ever happen mm-hmm. in in the history of all history, right? And, and and I think that to peel back and kind of onion that and into these to what was all happening is 
is just a, a mind grenade in and of mm-hmm. itself, right? To, to, and, and a heart grenade to, to try to unpack the things that, that, that Christ was undoing. And then also the things he was undoing and things he was doing. Yeah. And you wade into a level of darkness in this show because a lot of what the would consider paranormal does have a demonic, you know, tag to it. And demonic in the sense of it being evil, not necessarily demon, yeah. but evil, yeah. right? And so you but I, I think exposing that, it just it opens up your eyes to being like, Man, there is so much going on. God is so good and so much bigger than all this. But this is all very important context yeah. if, if we're to understand the world we live in, the history to the point of, our, of this vapor of a life we have, and then our role in this, mm-hmm. in this place and what, what it is, big, small, in between, nothing is small to God, right? Yeah. So do, doing our role in, in this space to, you know, for the kingdom of God. And you know, I don't know what, that, what each and every person's is, but I, I think that it's just been a fascinating journey for Nate and I to, yeah. to do this and, uh, um, you know, talk about the weird and glad you come along with us. I, I have never thrown away hair from my hairbrush at a hotel ever again since the skinwalkers <laughs> told me not to. I have, like, there's I have, an Annie outside. So She's here. That's not Annie. Like, yes, <laughs> I have not left a hair at a hotel and I stay in a lot of hotels in my job. And that I've been like, funny. only clean your hairbrush out at home. Oh Don't give them that gosh. much to work with. Burn it. Burn it all. <laughs> As, oh man, y'all had me in my worries about that. that. Funny. She, yeah, that's funny. Sorry about that. Hair. <laughs> I know, but I think I can't really control if I leave one, I have a lot of hair. Right. I can control if I don't clean out my hairbrush. Right. If they don't have a pile to work with, I can control like, that. Man, that coyote kind of looks like Annie. <laughs> yeah, that's, this it. Is that's weird. it. This is weird. Don't that's open it. the door. <laughs> um, well, that's okay. Funny. So for our friends to know, listening, you can be a member of the Blurry Verse. Uh-huh. I am a member, proud We're member. Grateful for that. Well, Amazing. listen, yeah. I, y'all have far earned it. I'm having so much fun. They get you a ton of extra things. Y'all right. do movie nights. Y'all, there's special episodes yep. that are a lot more of the experience, people's experiences, which I think yes. is a lot of wisdom on y'all's part yeah. to give some of the stuff that you can't back up with the facts yeah. to members. I think that's really smart. And, and then also BlurryCon. Yeah. Blurry y'all do Con, a conference. And we have trips. Are you doing it again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is it already sold out again? No, we're, we're, we haven't even announced it's it. It's probably okay, going to be, great. you know, next fall. Okay. But uh, we, have, we have a bunch of ideas. We're going to Costa Rica in February with Tim. Yeah. Alberino. And then, you know, we're releasing a book with Tim coming up too. <gasps> oh, my gosh. You're very yeah. welcome to come back when the book comes out if okay. you want to. I would love it. Yeah. <gasps> okay. So we're doing the Book of Enoch with Tim and uh, oh. some, some spicing up some commentary and some art and just... Listen, I'm being very chill with y'all here. I don't know what I'd do if Tim Alberino was sitting right there. Just so y'all know. I mean, I'm doing good to be... We have long history. We do not. I'm being yeah. very cool. I don't know what I do if y'all Tim, brought Tim Alberino oh in here. God. He's a normal guy. He's funny. No, he's not. We give him he a... is Indiana Jones. He wears cargo pants all the oh, time. You're right. He has a uniform. And it's, he, and it's, it is. And if he didn't he wear it, I'd be very wild. I know. He is a wild. That's awesome. Yeah. So so everybody can keep up with y'all. Instagram, all the places. Yeah. and Yeah. yeah BlurryCreatures.com. That's, that's kind yeah. of where it is. And the merch. The merch drops. The merch well drops done. are fun. Yeah. We do, yeah, Luke we, hates me because I'm always. <laughs> yeah, because it's in your garage, right? <laughs> You're no, somewhere. It's, out of, it's, it's overflowed out of my garage hey, into good. other spaces in my home. Oh, yeah. boy. Well, I'm not. I yeah, was hoping weird. you meant it was all the way out. No, Who would have thought people the... would want podcast merch, but they I know, like, they they like the blurry gear? I don't yeah, we have like fun. It. It's, yeah. it's uh, you know, again, our show's 80, 80s themed. Uh, Nate, Nate and I try to take very serious topics and not take ourselves seriously and also have fun on this platform. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna keep on. That's a get, good setup. Because the very last question we ask for both of you is because the show is called "That Sounds Fun." Tell me what you do for fun. Oh, go ahead, Nate. Oh, I, you know, I just bought this like hybrid electric bike 
I like I've been riding around all over town because it's kind of Franklin fun. Town or Nashville Town. Where are I'm you? in Hendersonville. Oh, okay. So I'm up there. There's like a bike path that goes all around. Yeah. Um, so you're just not pedaling by the lake. You're well, just yeah. no, it's like a it's like you can kind of go wherever you want. Yeah. Because you don't have to worry about like I gotta hoof it up that hill. Yeah, that's right. But I'm just like yeah, I can go. And then you get a little bored. You just like zip through traffic. Yeah. I kind of like it because sometimes you just need to get you, you don't want to get run over. So you it's like a moped. Yeah. It's like a moped and a bike. No, yeah. But you can it's pedal awesome. if you so choose. Yeah. But my kids like to go on bike rides and they yeah. have these little electric bikes and they're always just dusting me. I'm like, yeah. But I gotta get some. So I bought a hybrid bike and yeah. I'm like, this thing's this thing rules. Yeah. And like I, so at night I've been just riding all over the place and oh, it's kinda cool. nice just pray and get out of your head and ride around and but my kids, you know, they like to I'm sort of do what my kids like to do right yeah. now, which is how old are they? They're seven and nine. Okay. So we swim a lot, we play a lot. Yeah. Um they drive me crazy. Talk a lot about dinosaurs. Talk a lot about dinosaurs. I they, mean the idea that one of your children hasn't brought up a megalodon. Oh no, they bring it up. Okay, great. They bring it up at school and they come home and they tell me right. they, they always bring all this stuff. Like my kid brought home this chart the other day and it was like aliens on the on on the moon and then there was a monkey crossed out, said no evolution and all this oh, other boy. stuff. And they're like challenging the narrative at their school. <laughs> <laughs> I just I pin them up in my studio yeah. as a reminder. <laughs> I don't even talk to them a lot about it. They yeah. just sort of know they're just like sponges. So yeah. oh, I, I'm it. just I'm in the dad zone. It's kind of fun because you just forever you're just wiping butts and you yeah. just now we're having fun and yeah. i know that soon they're gonna be too cool so it's like this small yeah, window sweet window so i just i do what they like to do but we catch lizards and squirrels and all kinds of stuff yeah. and it gets it sometimes it drives me crazy you have a pet squirrel <laughs> <laughs> we did for a while he's you're still now. wiping butts though <laughs> yeah. oh he's yeah. he's just the cutest though thank you my gosh okay what do you do for fun Luke yeah well I mean hang with, have, Jack. Hang with Jack my 15 month old son and my wife Amy yeah I mean for fun I'm a bourbon guy so mm-hmm. a glass of bourbon and a cigar I try to hang with some of the guys that I do life with in Franklin yeah not it doesn't have as much as I'd like, but it, I try to do that. I haven't played golf in 18 months. That's unfortunate. I used to play golf a lot. In but 18 months, that is a very long time. Yeah, I was actually talking to my brother last night. It was the last time I played was at his bachelor party, uh. and, and uh, he's like, "I haven't played either." I'm like, "Okay, I don't feel terrible." <laughs> um, I'm picking it up. It's one of my 2024 <laughs> oh, goals. I, I, yeah. love, I yeah. love playing. I, yeah, it just, I can't I, wait. Does Amy play? No. Oh, I'll but get here's her in the thing, at the right? Time. So we have we have a a toddler son. The idea of having six hours to do anything, uh-huh. like, would be for for me for Luke is I don't even know what I would do. Probably wouldn't be <laughs> golf. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, you know, doing community in life with with, yeah. with our with our friends, um, you know, having a nice cigar and a bourbon that yeah. is. Uh, it's football season. Yeah. Try to watch football. Oh, me too. My Georgia Bulldogs, y'all. Yeah. So good. Charles Robinson is a friend of the show. Is oh. it his cigars? Of course it is. Of course. That's a Nikki. Yeah, we, yeah. we tell people every Christmas that is the gift for dads. I was just texting with Charles. We were, tra- we're trying to get together and, and have, have a cigar this week. We love uh, him. We love he's, him. He's him and greatest. Susan have both been on the show. Have they? So, yeah. Susan, Susan watched, uh, would, helped out with Jack for a while. And yeah, she still does. Yeah. Okay. That's who y'all should get on. I mean, him talking about blurry stuff. I bet he's got some stories. Oh, we have stories. some fun talks. Yeah. We're, we're sitting around the fire. Yeah. yeah. He loves the show. I, I keep bet. giving him shirts. Every time I see him, he's wearing a blurry creature shirt. And, I'm just like, <laughs> and he, goes, he goes, Susan and I were in bed the other day we rolled over and both in blurry shirts <laughs> and he just like looked at her and he's like Luke you know and I'm like, what did he do I love <laughs> it. that is the most like the most surprising part about all of this it's yeah. just the people that are listening yeah the irony is these are the conversations I still have around the fire like we talked about yeah. so yeah. talk about these things with your friends and so I think yeah. we would I would always say this and it's 100% the truth we would still do this if no one listened because yeah. I think Nate and I want to have these conversations yeah. because they grow you yeah 
Yeah. And because and they're the most interesting. They're so yes. interesting. Oh, sometimes when episodes comes out, the first thing that happens at lunch around our double wide is like, has everybody listened to Blurry Creatures? <laughs> Can we just talk about this real quick? So, well, thank y'all for doing this today. I'm thank really you. grateful. Thank Happy you. Halloween to us. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I am grateful for y'all and the work you do. You've opened up my eyes to things of God, and mm-hmm. I'm really grateful. Oh, y'all, isn't all of that fascinating? I know it's fascinating. So listen, go to Blurry Creatures Podcast account on Instagram. Thank Luke and Nate for being on the show today. Listen, give their show a listen. Scroll through the feed. Find a couple of episodes that you are interested in what they are saying. Hit subscribe. Enjoy the conversations. I'm telling you. It is so fun. It is so fun. And if you have any questions from this episode, drop them in the Q&A box on your Spotify app if you're a Spotify listener or send them to us on Instagram at That Sounds Fun Podcast and we'll try to answer them there. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. I will do the same on this Halloween. Today, what sounds fun to me is meeting up with some of my friends in the Chelsea neighborhood of New York and seeing New York do Halloween. I'm really excited to see some of my mini BFFs dressed up and having a great time spending time together. So y'all have a great couple of days. We'll see you back here on Thursday with one of our favorites. I mean, this week. We do not deserve this week. We are blessed and highly favored. Coming on Thursday is Brooke Lidgertwood. Y'all, I cannot wait for her to be back. You're going to love this episode. We'll see y'all on Thursday. Yeah.